You're now listening to Black No Filter with That's Why I'm Fab No IG Angela LGK Music So today um, I had to call actual a really nice restaurant I won't say what the restaurant is but I had to call um, to make reservations at a restaurant um, and I called I called after someone else made the reservations just to check that we'll, that we're going to be sitting in the right place um, and the response was so rude and I, I never like I've called several different places but I've never ever experienced that level of customer service from somewhere so nice so the lady picks up and she's just like hi and I said oh we've got a reservation for one o'clock today um just wanted to check where we're seated and she said oh I talked to you this morning I said oh no, you didn't talk to me this morning, but that's okay. I won't even tell you where the lady's from. But anyway, she said, I talked to you this morning. And I said, no, you didn't talk to me this morning. She was like, yeah, um, you're sitting here. I said, okay, that's fine. Just making sure that it's a quiet area because we need to have a meeting. Um, and she was like, I know um, your mum already requested the quiet your area. Mom? I said, your mum? <laughs> your mum? I said, your mum, actually. How old did she, How old did she your think mom? you were? I don't know. But she was just really rude. I couldn't figure out why. I was actually quite shocked and I thought, why is it? Is it because, I don't know. Like I couldn't figure out why she was being so rude. Unfortunately, I had to talk to her a couple of more times because we had to move the reservation and then blah, blah, blah. But the same, I, the third time I called, which is unfortunate because I would never really do that, but it was out of my control. The third time I called, I was just praying that her shift had ended because I just couldn't bear to speak to her again. Um, and I just thought, what, that it actually really shocked me, the level of service, even just over the phone. Like, you just think, right, oh, it, it doesn't take a lot. And to be honest, you're probably just standing with a reservation, I don't know, screen in front of you, just to be polite. Or even just to say, yeah, mm, mm-hmm, yeah. What, hold on, so what kind of restaurant was it? It was a... <coughs> <coughs> British cuisine. So I don't know what that. But British it was, cuisine. Yeah, what's, it was what's it British was, cuisine. Oh, I don't wait, know. Was it, whatever. Was it Jamaican? It was, no, it oh. wasn't. Oh, absolutely, it wasn't. Oh, okay. No, um, it's not only Jamaicans that are rude. By the way, I want to let everybody know. Well, that. I mean, I know that, but but, but. Uh, can I just also say that <laughs> although my voice is quite low today because I'm recovering, that wasn't me that said it wasn't Jamaican. It was Lyndon, but um, it was just like a. Um, it's a brasserie and like a main, like, um, I don't want to say the actual name of the restaurant because Why every not? other time um, it's it's been really, like, they've been really nice. Um, I just think it's a person, so I don't think they deserve the, the That's bad. That's an interesting comment. Yeah. So you're saying today yeah. it was the person in the restaurant, mm-hmm. but, that, but that doesn't, that shouldn't affect like the restaurant's reputation uh, because because every other all of my other encounters with them have been really positive so this is if this had been the first time that would have been the majority of my experience with her, them so I'd have said yeah oh, you wouldn't use them again yeah why did she say your mum though <laughs> why did she say your mum I don't get it no she said um, I spoke uh, you you your mum spoke to me this morning why did she her? say your mum spoke to me I don't know you? that's what shocked me and I just thought and just just FYI the lady that spoke to them earlier in the morning has a very strong Essex accent very strong so I don't know why she thought I don't know maybe she thinks you've also got a strong Essex accent maybe 
<laughs> but I don't understand. I don't know. She's just. Uh, I had to say actually no. This is a, a like I'm calling from a business. This is like for a corporate meeting. And then she kind of like she she relaxed for a second, but still I don't know. I don't know. Some part of me wants to say that she could hear that I was black through the phone, but I don't think I could back that with any facts. So I'm just not going to say that. But that's what I feel in my heart. I could hear that you're black through the phone. So yeah, I think that. They, yeah. If, wait, oh no! If you call me between are, nine and five, you can't hear that I'm black through the are phone. Are you sure? What? Are you sure? Let me tell you something. Yeah. A black person could hear that you're black. No. A white person might not be able to. No. 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 My my sisters have called me and I picked up the phone. And they haven't realized it was actually me. I have Your a sisters work. Sisters can't even. Yeah, I have oh, a work okay. voice. I have a work voice. Someone called me. <laughs> funny enough, someone called me from church, and I had just left work. And I picked up the phone and um, it was like, hi, Jalan. And I responded. No, actually, I picked up the phone just normally. How do you get work? And, and it's normal. Like, so hold on. What's normal? Your work voice or your Angela voice? My work voice. No, 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 no. My normal is my Angela voice. Okay. But between nine and five, okay. sometimes six, 30, yeah. I still have, I, it takes me a while to come out of that. Right. So, so, um, um, so, so, um, the guy calls me after work and I pick up the phone, but I haven't switched off my work voice yet. And um, he's just like, hello, is this Angela? I said, yeah. It's like, you still got your work voice on. And literally, it's only then that I realised that I speak. I think, I don't know if it's like code switching or, and I think also it's clearer when I'm on the phone, maybe because I'm trying to be clearer. Like when I'm, when I'm speaking to someone on the phone, I don't know. Or the fact that I can't see their face. I don't know. But yeah. What is your, your work voice? Don't worry like, about that. I want to hear it. No, don't worry about that. Call me at work. <laughs> do you have a work voice as well? Fabrice, you got a work voice? Yeah, of course I do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> but Why you know what? I think in your role, you don't, need, you don't necessarily have to speak to people a lot. In your, in your last corporate role, you didn't have to speak to people a lot. No, I, I'm, no, no, I'm saying it's not fair that we have to have a work voice. Did you have a work voice? I don't yeah, think, kind of. I don't think you have to. I, I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to have one. I think maybe it's how some people feel more comfortable. Like, I remember when I got my job, my stepmom said to me, you have to just play a role because you can't give them all of you. Absolutely not. You need to hold Absolutely something not. back for yourself. So she was like, just decide what role you're going to play and choose that role. I think maybe I might have taken it a little bit too literally and decided to like adopt and give myself a voice as well. But do you know what? The <laughs> I other thought you were going to say take it too, so literally that you started you decided to adopt like, a whole character <laughs> and do. give yourself a different name. No, not different. Like, no, I have, uh, kind of. They don't call me Fabrice at work. I make what do they call me, you? I make them call me Fabs. Oh, I don't like that. That's not your name. No, but I don't think it's what. Then you ask us to call you Fabs. Okay. So you want to have you want to call me something yeah. different? <laughs> we can talk about that later. But can I just say, yeah, it's very. I think a lot of people, people. I think a lot of black people. Actually, no, I don't think it's black people. I think it's people of color. I think a lot of people of color code which will have a white voice. And the other day, our dear friend Angela calls me. But you know what's really funny? When black people <laughs> yes. know you have a white voice, and they call you and they ask you stupid questions. <laughs> When you're in the office, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a role play. So I'm in the office, as per usual. It's like 6.30. Well, who knows? Who knows what time it is? It's after 6. Angela calls me. I'm like, hello. And she's like, hi. Oh, Fabrice? Yeah. Oh, you sound different. Mm-hmm. She didn't uh, say hello. Was- she said something like, 
Hello, this is Fabrice speaking. I just said what? <laughs> I did not say that, you idiot. You called me. You called me. This is I'm just speaking to you. You called me on my mobile phone. Anyway, I did not say this. Anyway, I said, mm-hmm. I said, hi. She said, oh. There's no way I could have told your white voice from a high. You said, you said, you said, oh, uh, are you in work? Yeah. Oh, is this your work voice? Why are we discussing my work voice when I'm in the office? I don't know what you want me to tell you. She sounded. You want me to say in front of my colleagues, yes, yes. I'm in the office and this is my work voice. This is my work voice. I said, I said, mm-hmm. You've got my work voice today. <laughs> Listen, she said, hi, this is, you said something long thing. I said, I, I, I said, is this Fabrice? You're such a I didn't actually, I said, this is Fabrice. And she's like, yeah. And I said, right. You're such a general. I did not say this is Fabrice speaking. No, but her, her, the whatever accent you came with, the whatever voice you came accent. with came from, her, whatever voice you came with came from, far from I don't know where it was really far I said oh wow Fabrice <laughs> no but you uh, anyway no but that's what I think is funny about black people you be calling people or sometimes people call you in the middle of the day yes. and you're like hello and they're like oh um sorry are you at work my mum does this talk to me all the time my mum <laughs> calls me at 2.15 hi Fabrice hi mum are you okay yeah just calling for a chat I said no 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 people people oh. <laughs> I don't understand oh, <laughs> why do they calls for no reason why do parents in the middle of the day call yeah. for no reason before 9 or after 6.30 don't call in the middle of the day oh, I think no. something's wrong yeah. <laughs> my mum does that my dad doesn't do that and if I ever try to call my dad in the middle of the day he will send me the text unfortunately I can't like yeah <laughs> can't pick up your call that he took me it's an emergency <laughs> so, okay I'll call you after work then if my dad calls me it's like oh yeah. oh some, something's happening yeah same oh I'm, oh I'm in trouble but yeah same that is so funny yeah but I think everybody code switches or I think everybody has a work voice I think Lyndon I reckon you have a work no, I know, voice I know I did it, just, oh, okay. it wore away after I was there for like five and a half years so after after time it just wore away so you're telling anymore. me how you speak to me and Andrew is how you were talking in the office Sorry, no. Oh, I said it wore away, but I I still had a work voice. It's a, it's a more diluted version. More diluted. Yeah. Diluted. Your work voice was not as concentrated as. Yeah, after a while, I didn't, yeah. didn't didn't care as much. I didn't care as much, but it yeah. was still it was still there. Hmm? Like I'm not I'm not speaking to the guys. Like I'm not speaking to like when the man from Birmingham. I don't think you even see it's also like the man no, no, I, I don't, I don't I actually no. I don't I just want to say there's also Mandem in Bristol there's Mandem in London just in case people think you can only be Mandem in Birmingham you can, you can be from all over just want to clarify I think people are aware of that <laughs> you don't know you don't know sometimes um, <clears throat> anyway do you know he doesn't code switch or do you know he doesn't have a work voice who some people who work in customer service let me tell you today I had like 75,000 people call me because I'm moving house and I don't I, stupidly I put my telephone number all over these silly little forms people keep calling me for foolishness <laughs> and somebody no. called me up today yeah and they were in a call centre and they were obviously having a conversation with their friend and they were like anyway I spoke to her and I said to her who do you think you are and I said hello they're like good afternoon is this Miss I said nope I said no it's not I said I'm sorry I put the phone down I thought how can you work in a call centre where your job is to only make calls but you're there chatting to your friend about what you're going to do to your girlfriend or your boyfriend I said you're out of control absolutely not you can do you feel do you feel like our customer service here is especially bad do you feel like there are places do you think that we actually have it quite good and maybe our 
our experience of a bad customer service is just us being spoiled or like because when I think about it when I compare it to like what I know of American customer service there's no comparison yeah um but then are we just comparing it to America I don't know I I'm trying to figure out are we spoiled or is this the standard is this the this is the good standard and maybe America's like the excellent standard well we're yeah. very very far yeah. behind America and Canada I think France has terrible customer service as well I think they're rude but then I haven't been everywhere else guys I went to Scotland and they were really friendly really? <laughs> oh, they, oh they're lovely up there oh my goodness it was so nice in Scotland like everybody was nice the person who gave my tea was nice today the person you know what I realised and what I noticed very early on in my life I so Lyndon get ready I'm originally from Manchester <laughs> and if when you get the train or like the coach when you get the coach from London up north if it's a northern driver or a northern train driver they're very friendly mm. hi how are you have you got your ticket not got your ticket don't worry about it today I was travelling yeah. 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 Today, today today oh. I was travelling with my colleagues when you called me mm. and I was travelling with all nine of them um, and actually shout out to um, Ali because she listened to a podcast on the way back to London um, but she so yeah so we were travelling together and we all had our tickets out and my boss couldn't find her ticket the guy said okay no problem what I'm going to do I'm going to go all the way to the end of the train I'm going to turn around and then I'll come back and get yours on the way back that's, that's a, eh? let me tell you let me tell you something yeah in London that does not happen <laughs> no, he's wait, going yeah. to walk to the next customer mm-hmm. if you don't find your ticket he's going to say well the full cost of your ticket today is yeah, yeah. £91.85 or whatever it is like whatever and he said I'm going to walk through all 11 carriages on mm-hmm. a virgin train I'm going to turn around on my way back up we can have a look for your ticket and then we can figure out what to do I said God bless your Scottish heart them things don't happen in England well we are they are in England those things don't happen England. Mm. Those things that happen in the UK. Yeah. I just said, wow. So I think actually Scottish customer service for me is fantastic. Maybe it's an maybe it's an English. Maybe that's just a nice person though. No. Because I I, I feel like on on average, this country is pretty poor. No, I don't think so. I think people are nicer up north. No, that's true. So the further up north you go, they're nicer. The further up north. Yes. So I got the train on Tuesday and we started off in London and people got progressively nicer as we escalated <laughs> to Scotland. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> How did you test that for Breeze? No, it's probably... It's probably a, you know, I believe you. I believe, I, I, I believe you. But still, the average of this country is still low compared to America. Which very, you, I guess very, so. All right, but guys, okay, let's just like lay, lay the tables on the card. Like the customer service in America is good. <laughs> so, you, know, you are... Oh, do you know what? I love you for Breeze. Because this is how you know that we're she's recovering because let's let's lay the tables on the card. <laughs> Cards on the table. Yes, babes. <laughs> Everybody, I finished talking for today. As a Jamaican say, I finished talk. I'm finished. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Pass a bit. No. Pass a bit. No. Yeah. No, but you're gonna make a good Continue point. What you said. No, you're gonna make a point. I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> no, you didn't actually because you said half of what you said. No, I said I want to put the tables on the card and I'm not putting any cards on the table. Well, That's what I'm not doing. I mean, as that relates to I'm saying niceness. I only think American customer service is, is good because we are not used to people asking us questions and being served. My friend's in Dubai and she said the the customer service there is out of control because <laughs> everybody is used to being served. And she said that initially when she first went there 
she'd walk into Boots or like I don't know WH Smith and people would come over and say oh hi how can I help you what are you looking for and she's like I don't need your help mm. I know what I'm doing I know what I'm looking for but obviously she's in Dubai so things aren't quite where she would expect them to be so then she asks questions and then they help or they'll say oh you're carrying five items let me take it to the till for you and you can continue to shop or actually I've noticed that you have this but do you want to try this lipstick let me try it for you like all these different kinds of things and now she's only been there for maybe two months and she said now when she goes into the shops and people don't ask her and don't serve her she's like why are you not serving me mm. and she goes you get you very quickly become acclimatized to that kind of like standard and she said she has never experienced that level of customer service anywhere and a lot of my friends in america they're like american customer service isn't that great it's just very standard so i don't know if we i think it's we think it's great because we're not great used to it to but i think in america they're just like it's a standard like yeah, it's, it's nothing special and I think also relative because they it's relative to true but also because um, they their like tips are based on that so they don't get just a general oh, yeah, service charge nice. so you so you literally you're making part of your salary by how how nice you are yeah. the person how generous the person is towards you um but yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's levels. I think if you're not trying, if you're trying to just be like objective, I think there's levels. I think there's a general like you got all the information you needed, and the person was polite. That's not like how the lady spoke to me this morning on the phone. Yeah, that that was clearly bad customer service because she was rude and she wasn't giving the information. Then there's a general nice normal level, which I feel like England's probably just above that. And then I think like America goes above and beyond like they'll be extra but not genuinely trying to be nice because they're trying to make a living yeah so yeah but i don't know that's what makes me feel like uh, do you think that this is just the normal do you feel like then is it that americans are spoiled like they just have yes yeah so that means that we are not we're not i don't but i don't think americans are spoiled i don't think they're the end of the spectrum i think um places and countries where like in like Dubai or mm. um like I don't know Kuwait or mm. like anywhere in the UAE like I think that's actually the end of the spectrum mm. because their society more rests on people serving and like someone needs to serve you in order for you to get ahead are they like, normal places or places for tourists because anywhere where they have that tourists that was a shopping mall but I think that's I think that's part of their like their culture I don't know if it's Arab culture to be served, someone needs to serve you. No, I don't know if that's Arab Arab culture. Like in Saudi Arabia, is that going to be the same thing? I think so. Or is it because there's so many people that go over there before? Um, you know what? <clears throat> I don't know. She was in the shopping mall. I'd have to ask her, but I mm, I don't know. Like it's very common for them to have like nannies and servants and maids and stuff like that. Like I don't think that's something abnormal. That's not for tourists. That's people yeah, for if people. You, who if you've got over money, there. you get you get yeah you get served, but not everyone gets served the same way. In America, everyone gets served the same way. Pretty much, if you walk into a shop, you're going to be served the same way. Yeah, but that's I've. De- you're, uh, yes, I agree. What I'm saying in Dubai is, I think if you walk into a shop, everyone gets served the same way. Yeah. That's what I'm saying because she doesn't have that much money. Like, do you know what I mean? She's not out there like being a baller. Of all the holidays I've been to, the best one has been Mexico, and it's because they they catered, catered to Americans. So what does that mean? They just gave you American customer service. Yeah, because it's mostly Americans in 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 the the resort, uh, and they expect a certain level. I was blown away with the level really? of customer service. I was like, why are they being so nice? And I realised, oh, it's Americans who think this is normal. So, hold on a second. In that resort, did you did you tip them then when they were being no. nice? Did the, <laughs> oh, hold on. Did the Americans tip them? Of I course, don't know. they probably did. Of course it's they did. All-inclusive. All so, you don't have to t- tip any, anyone anything. In all-inclusive, people tip. People oh, well, still wait, tip. I don't, but they're still nice. <laughs> 
Oh wait, no, I did. I did See? actually. I you did. did. I did. When I bet, someone came did, in to clean why the Why did you the tip? Room. Was it because it was so lovely? I can't remember why. <laughs> why did I tip? <laughs> oh my gosh, why did I tip? Lyndon, everybody, Lyndon tip because they were nice. It's okay, Lyndon, I can help you. Oh, why did I tip? Do you, can I, can I tell you? told him to tip, isn't it? <laughs> can I, do you know what? This is going to be controversial, but I don't care. Do you know someone told me the best customer service they had was in Jamaica? They said, <laughs> don't laugh, don't laugh. Don't, how dare you, Lyndon? I've been to Jamaica. No, it's not Hello, great. we've all been to Jamaica. It's not, okay. Uh, just relax. My, I, love, I love Jamaica. Uh, just relax. Uh, I've heard many times from different people that I'm glad you've been quiet. Wait, were they on holiday? I'm holding my breath. Let me land. My my friend said she went to Jamaica on holiday, stayed in a resort. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, that's, that's why. Okay, Lyndon. With Americans. With she stayed in a resort. It doesn't matter. Yeah. She said it doesn't matter. It does she, matter. No, it doesn't because the fact is a fact. They said that they had the best customer service in Jamaica. Listen, I love Jamaica with all my heart. Did my she tip? Heart. I'm very proud <laughs> to be not. Jamaican. Yeah. I love Jamaica. Yeah. But the customer service ain't it. Obviously, that's not true <laughs> because she said she went to Jamaica. Hello. She went to Jamaica. She went to a resort and she said. Yeah, she was in a resort. When you're outside that resort, it ain't the same. So, can I ask a question? Yeah. So, can I ask a question? So, yeah. just now when you were talking about Mexico yeah. and you were saying it was the best customer service you ever had, yeah. you didn't speak about the rest of Mexico. You just said, I was in America. Yeah, in because, America. They're, no, because uh, uh, they're uh, serving to Americans. Right. Yeah. But it still doesn't negate from the fact that you said you had the best customer service in Mexico. Yeah, but I told the reason why it doesn't matter the fact no, is the it, fact does, is, it does matter no but the fact I is the, fact. the reason why no but the fact is the fact isn't it so, so basically yeah. so basically i think what what's trying what you guys are trying to say is that lyndon was trying to say that not that the best um, best service is mexican customer service he was, she was he was saying he was using mexico as an example to say that where americans go and the expectation of customer service it kind of brings up the customer service yeah, am yep, I that's correct exactly what I'm but what and Lyndon said was I Putin. had the best customer service in America oh, yeah and I in, said in, why in Mexico sorry in Mexico I said why you did say why yeah but you had it in Mexico isn't yeah, it yeah but I told you why but you told me why so yeah, what for I'm telling you why so the Jamaican I'm telling you why Jamaican thinks they had a great time because that's okay I don't need to know hi I don't need to know why I don't what from what is saying is that her friend said the best customer service Service she had a customer service she had was in Jamaica. It was what you guys are, are disagreeing on is the reasons why. No, no, no. I or agree. if that's a, if that's no, widespread no. across I Jamaica. I know. I from, agree. From from no. all the uh, way down to is this place called Saint Margaret? Here no, we go. <laughs> Please, no, there isn't. Stop. Oh, my just gosh. stop. Ooh, la la. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. No, I agree. No, I'm being facetious. I know the reason why it was the best customer service. I just want everyone to understand you can experience great customer service in Jamaica you can. If you, because if you people spend lots of money I think and go so to too. resort in Jamaica you'll have a great time but if you go to the real Jamaica you'll also have a good time but don't expect great Christmas do you know it's it's film, do you know the film How Stella Got Her Groove Back oh my goodness is that where we're starting <laughs> just wondering, I've are never we starting with it? an American film about watched, Jamaica so why are you asking about it yeah, no because it. I'm assuming that in that in that film Go she got good customer it. service yes, she... <laughs> <laughs> Lyndon, Lyndon did Stella get good customer service in How Stella Got Her Groove Back in Jamaica I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what? Can I just say I've never watched it Lyndon that's a lie you remember everything you're too smart to tell lies she did I don't remember watching that film <laughs> I don't know All I know about that film Is that Tay Diggs Is in the film And it was so sad It created the worst Jamaican accent terrible. I've ever terrible heard Terrible accent I thought you didn't Remember the film it's a ter- I remember the terrible accent I remember that No it was awful <laughs> That accent was disgusting 
Well, so you you got the best. Have you been? You have you been to Jamaica three times? How, did you get great um, um, customer service when you were there? <laughs> okay, I just want to say very clearly, Lyndon, don't look at me like that, please. I want to say I've been to Jamaica. I went to Jamaica for a holiday. I didn't go on holiday. Does that make sense? So I went in the holiday time of my school period. So I went mm. like in the summer. I didn't have a holiday in Jamaica. Mm. You went to visit family, uh, so it, it wasn't a holiday. Yeah. So I didn't experience any customer service because I was uh, the you customer. Didn't go anywhere. I no, I no, I went places. But like we didn't experience customer service like that. Anywhere we went, my grandma would tell me and my mum and my dad to be quiet and she would negotiate the price of everything. So we didn't experience customer service like that. I didn't go to like restaurants. We went to see my grandma and family. So I actually need to go back to Jamaica on a holiday. Now I have like a few friends who go to Jamaica like every other year, stay in five star resorts and live their absolute best life. Mm -hmm. I haven't had that experience, sadly. It's very sad. I'm Um, waiting I'm waiting for my Jamaican friends to take me to Jamaica. Lyndon, did you hear that? I don't know what you're talking about. Lyndon is the one who goes frequently. Lyndon actually frequents Jamaica. (laughs) 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 Lyndon frequents Jamaica. Lyndon, did you go to Jamaica last year? Yeah, but that's the only time. So. <laughs> Is that your first time to Jamaica? Yeah. Wait, what? what? We've had this conversation, had this conversation before. A few days ago that I went once. Yeah, we had this conversation before. A few days ago? Where was I? <laughs> Even before he went, we had this conversation. That we did have the conversation before we went. Yeah, before yeah. So it was the first time. Yeah, I'm going again next year, though. So. Hold on a second. Did you stay in a hotel when you went? No. Okay, so I saw everyone know. Wait, no, we did. We did. Oh, we damn. did. We did for a couple of days and then we stayed at, some, at somebody's house. Then we stayed at, um, well, it wasn't a hotel, but it was like a, like an Airbnb kind of thing. But like it was, it was really house. nice. Yeah, I guess it was really nice though. Like really, really nice. Did you have good customer service in Jamaica? In the guest house? There was no customer service in there. Who owned the guest house? Somebody who lived upstairs. Oh, okay. And I didn't see them. How were so. your customers there when you guys went to go and get food? <sighs> it wasn't, it wasn't fantastic. No. And listen, I w- I w- in Jamaica are you mad it's, they, don't, they don't care about you they eh? do not care I thought do you know what it's so funny let me just keep my own experiences to myself I really thought that it would be like when you go there they'll be like oh like well, well, open arms because welcoming you're, back because you're British nah no. they don't care about you fam no, what's they don't care about we're not, you we're not at one all of them. we're not one of them we're not, we're not one, the one same of them. They we, are well, Brit- we are British to them, that's it. And they'll say, when I go to Rwanda, they, they, they say that, oh, she's, she's Muzungu, that's what, what they call me. Do uh. they welcome you with open arms in Rwanda? Yeah, and they and they open they, they welcome with so when we went to Kenya, let's just say for example, uh, we went with a group of people and no none, no one was Kenyan and they were welcoming everybody. I remember they were saying, "Oh, welcome home, welcome home," and I was like, "Right, well, nice. it's not home, but still." <laughs> but they were welcome home, welcome home. Like, no, you don't yeah. experience that. When I, when I got to Jamaica and I, and I got to the the desk where they look at your passport and all that kind of stuff, oh, no. already I was like, "Oh, this." This this customer service is just not the one. I think that's they what you're gonna be. They don't even look you in the eye; just talk to you, I'm like, where, where you going? Where you staying? All right, go on. And that's it. See, that that's where yeah. you're gonna actually. If you're ever gonna experience the worst customer service, it's gonna be at security or like I don't know border control hmm. or like that's I think in every country, that's where you're gonna experience the worst. Of that, yeah, I think. and, and then, that's me. true. But then, I remember going to KFC and feeling very uncomfortable because I would just felt very English. I felt very, very English. I don't think I've ever been around you, Lyndon, when you felt very uncomfortable. I don't even know what that looks like. What? Yeah, I just feel like... I'm uncomfortable most of the time. <laughs> what? 
know. Yeah. I didn't know that. This is a very comfortable I, kind I w- of uncomfortable. <laughs> I went to KFC in Jamaica. Bear in mind, I went to Jamaica when I was seven. Like the last time when I was seventeen, that was a long time ago, but not that long ago. Not that a few, long. A few years ago, um, <laughs> and the women who were serving were talking about me and my friend. They were talking about us and serving us, and I said, "You're rude." And my mum said, ah, "Just relax." And I was like, "No, mum." She goes, "Just relax." She goes, "You know what?" I don't. She's like, "Because in in Jamaica, they're gonna fight you. They don't care." <laughs> Do you think that you're going to say you're reading they're going to say sorry? They're going to be like, and what? Do you want your food, yes or no? Like, that's it. They're not interested. They don't actually even want your money. Like, I don't think they care less whether I buy the food or I don't. I don't think they're bothered if I walk in the shop or they don't walk in the shop. It doesn't affect them, does it? It doesn't. They're they're not bothered. The only time I think I've ever had, like, quote-unquote good customer service in Jamaica was maybe from, like, the woman selling her fish, fried fish and bammy on the side of the road, literally. And I think maybe she cared because it was her fried fish and well the fish belong to the ocean but it doesn't belong to the ocean she yeah it's true but i mean don't you, listen that fried fish was amazing yeah so she had a little like her little pan on the side of the road and her bammy whatever but that was the only time i think that she was like hi what do you guys want yes i'm gonna get that for you stay here blah blah actually there was one yeah there was one restaurant i went to that got the fish like from from the sea and they were really nice. So maybe it's about fish. It's the spirit of the, of the, the sea. No, sea. I think it's people oh, who have to go out and see It's people. It? I don't remember. I was seventeen. I don't oh, know. I have okay. to ask my wow. mum. I think it was. I think it's people who have to go out and do something to get the food. Yeah. They didn't go and sell all that water to go and come back and not sell it because <laughs> of bad attitude. Have, yeah, people that have a, a stake in where, wherever they're working. Yeah, the people who sell guinip on the side of the road. Actually, they, they don't have any customer service. That's a lie. They don't care. There's <laughs> the people that sold the. The KFC, the, the KFC, the jerk chicken on the side of the road, they were actually kind of nice. They're okay, isn't it? And some of them are nice. But then when you go to normal places like Juicy Patty and... They don't care on Juicy Patty. And I'm going to tell everybody. And nobody Juicy at Patty, me, but the thing they're is, rude. But the thing is, Juicy Patty is just delicious. That's so the reason why they're rude, Lyndon. <laughs> see? You see why? Because people know, listen, yeah. our patties are the best and you're going to come back whether we're nice to you or not. So they're just like, what's the point of being nice? And it's a shame. It's, it's know, such a shame. It's, listen, it's so funny because I was having the same conversation out of the blue with my brother so I saw my brother on Saturday um, and he was just sitting there and he was just talking about how he went to like uh, some a Caribbean place to get food it was just oh, it was a Jamaican a restaurant place. I'm sorry uh, let me not even Can say Caribbean it was a Jamaican restaurant are you sure it was Jamaican yeah it was absolutely and he did the wickedest accent my brother's amazing with accents but he did the wickedest accent he was just saying listen I, I went to he's like it doesn't matter where I go I went to Jamaican um, restaurant in Sutton they were rude. I went to make a restaurant in Halston. They were rude. I went to one. It, I, I've been every. She said well, even one stop. They're rude. What? What's what? Up? They don't talk to you. That's the what? worst. Guys, I just want to say... Let's not call out what's up, please. Because let's I've not actually, call them out because their food's very them. nice. Yeah. Did you share by Linden or Linden's um, um, They're going to deliver to me if I ask them to. Listen. They are going to deliver to me. Can I just say? Linden said they're going to deliver. Do they know where I live? No, they don't. Can I just say, yeah, and this I'm not going to be afraid of one stop. I'm afraid of anybody in Hurston. Are you right? Listen, <laughs> I'm afraid of everyone in North West London. Cut out. Listen, no, I'm not going to cut out anything. One stop's food is not doesn't bang like that anymore. Hey, what? Let me tell you. And if you want to test me, call them and ask them for a festival. Call them and ask them for a dumpling and see if it doesn't break up all your mouth. Everything like there's no. It's so hard. <laughs> 
They We're microwave that. Changed, no, yeah. they microwave it, and if you can't microwave, so something's un- unmicrowavable. Yeah, microwave. Like just relax. You can and I've tested it several times. Ask them for boneless um, um, uh, jerk chicken. Bag of bones. See what you get. Bag of bones. No, it's not jerk chicken. It's wild. It's anyway, what? that's that's neither here or there. Let me not. Let me not. Let me. Yeah, like, let's, let's leave one stop. I used to love you, but anyway, we're still talking to my brother. It's like it doesn't matter where I go. He's like, the, it's like the attitude is all connected. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I'm going to need him listen, to put some respect like, on me. All of the attitudes are all connected. All these, First of all, when I come into the shop, yeah, and I was, he'll, he'll say, like, first of all, I feel nervous <laughs> because I need to know my, uh, my order before I get in can there. Can I just pause that? Because Angela, as soon as... Can I pause you? Can I just say, Angela's brother is six foot two? Yeah. No, more than that. That's what it is. He's about six five. Let me tell you, the boy is tall. No need for him to ever feel nervous in Listen, any scenario. He says, before I get in there, I really feel nervous because I need to know my order before I enter into the shop. Yeah. Because before, exactly, before before I even did, he's just like, <laughs> he said, I wish he was here to tell the story. But he was just saying that he just literally the other day went to another uh, Jamaican restaurant and he was like, he went in there, he knew what he was going to ask for. He asked, and he said, oh, can I have mac and cheese at the end? As I could add, add like an extra. He's like, we don't have that. We don't have that. Mm. That's okay. Next thing, he said, can I have this? We don't have that. He was like, you know what? Just that. keep, just keep, man. Just, just give me the basic thing that I asked for. Don't worry about that. He didn't say it like that. He just okay, just. He was okay. too scared. Yeah, he just said okay, okay. Just, I just have like rice and peas and whatever. Anyway, and then, um, he gets he 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 has to sit on the side and wait. He said he waited for so long. Yeah, he put one earphone in. He was just watching. He was waiting for so long because there was such a line of them bringing that food. And he said he was moved. They were moving at a snail's pace, and then suddenly they just said Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> He, like, he said he, he jumped up like oh my gosh and collected his food and he said it's so wild but you know what <laughs> the sad thing is that they know that the food is so nice but it doesn't matter people still come back yeah they'll still come back to collect the food but can I tell you something I'd like to I'd like to shout out a place that they're always so polite yeah a Jamaican restaurant where they're always so polite Ochi's oh, what? yeah they they actually Shepherd's are. Bush yeah, yeah, yeah they are so yeah, polite yeah, cool. I haven't been there so nice you know, I, lo- I love the lady Sunday. she's so nice she's so sweet they're just nice and they're always playing I mean I mean, I think a lot of Jamaican restaurants be playing um, gospel like reggae in the background be careful but, but they're always playing like gospel music in the background so I feel like this the spirit dwells in that place <laughs> and it just casts out oh, all is, attitude yeah, but it was just, it's so, like, they're really lovely. Can I say something about Jordan's story? Yeah. yeah. Hi, Jordan. Hi. <laughs> well gone, Jordan. Well gone, Jordan. I understand your pain, but can I just say, yeah, you didn't venture far enough because when I was 16, I used to work in a Jamaican food shop. And if you came to Which Bristol, oh, wait, in Bristol, Bristol. Oh, that's different. yeah, if you came to Bristol, then you would have come to, and I would have served you. But can I just say, yeah, I used to work the day shift and I was very friendly and people used to be like, why are you so nice? And I was like, I don't have it in me to be rude. First of all, number one, people who come to the Caribbean shop. Yeah. I'm scared of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of you. I'm scared of the customers. So I'm behind. Let me tell you, yeah. Anyone who, no, everyone must've been to the Caribbean shop. Usually there's not like a lot of like security presence between yourself and the customer no. so to be honest yeah you get a variety of people and back in those days i used to get a whole lot of people who were just out there on the road selling their wares and tears and just like just protecting themselves from like the fiver in a manner of ways so they'd come in put their weapons down and i'd be like oh my god hi how can
can I help you today? What would you like to have? Do you know what I mean? But also, because I worked in the day, we always had everything. So I, we, I never had someone, we don't have that anymore because we had everything. We had peanut porridge, we had cornmeal porridge and we had oats porridge. Because wow, it was the you morning. had all three? It was the morning, we had everything. Wow. And then we would start never. frying the dumpling and the salt fish and, the, and they'd bake the patties. Do you know what I mean? Like we, I always had everything. So for me... Number one, I'm quite nice. So that whole like connected rudeness, it didn't transpire. So I don't, I don't know where Jordan's going. Maybe he needs to venture further. He said he's been to sell. And trust you know me, Jordan you know is a foodie. Polite. He'll go for. Do you know where's everywhere. polite? What's the place in Brixton that's yellow and green and black? Obviously oh, he went there. They're, no, they're nice in there. No, he said it. No. He went, he, what's it called? Is They're it called? Always is it called? Ra, ra. I go there all the time. Every time I go it's to Brixton to buy hair stuff. No. <laughs> what's it called? Ra. No, it's called every time I it's go called, to Brixton, you guys know what? No, we're, he went. We're going to put the name of the place. He went there and he's, and actually that's where the story started. But he what? was in Brixton the oh, day right, let a me few ask, days ago. What time did he go? Because I'm telling you, I, I think it's to do with the time of day. I mean, I don't really. I think people are just reading the Caribbean shop. But I just want to say, I wasn't rude. Honestly, I was really nice to everybody. Do you know what I just feel like? I, I just started to think that maybe they're not trying to be rude. Maybe they're just like that's, they're just being that's their that's their regular. And so well, there's nah. change, there's, there, there, but there's more more issues than that. There's being rude, and then there's not having things when we when we want it. Yeah, there's that. Then yeah. there's the one where they they they, they close too early. <laughs> this is true. Oh my gosh! The only can I just tell you? First of all, let me just say this. Also, I just realised that the other day I tried to place an order with the local jerk centre. Yeah. And um, they were like, it was on delivery, so they're like, oh, we're waiting for your your order to be like, um, like confirmed by the Jacksons. Oh, and then they came back and they said the Jackson has rejected your order, and this was in like at five o'clock in the afternoon. And I said what? what? And what that was an about. online when I have that in. To me, I said what? Because I selected something that you didn't have in the shop. That's a that's a shame. You know what annoys me about Caribbean shops, and I can say this because I used to work in one. I said this the other day on my Instagram, and I, honestly, I didn't I didn't think I ever received so many comments. I said <laughs> I'm going to need every Caribbean shop to order like thirty percent more patties. Yeah. Just order. 30% more than you think you're going to sell mm-hmm. because I don't understand why it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon you've only got one vegetarian patty first of all they're not nice yeah so I'm buying vegetarian patties because I've got nothing else to buy mm-hmm. second of all I've travelled across London to come and support my black owned business and you've got one vegetarian patty just order more lamb and beef patties what's it's wrong true. with you it's you true. can never have too much like when you go to Tesco's has anybody ever gone to Tesco's and they've run out of prawn cocktail or salt and vinegar crisps <laughs> has, has that ever happened to anybody no, no it hasn't no. so be like Tesco's and just have better stock control I don't know what's going on but we need to do better and I it actually really feel like, upsets me do you know what sometimes I feel like it's just like oh you know what I can't bother to, to put any more in the oven or I can't bother to just dice up any more onions so you know what we're not going to have any more oxtail for the rest of the afternoon <laughs> they just decide that or they say you know what actually oh um, Auntie Sheila's coming around put the rest of that oxtail put it on the side we're not selling you know anymore what, though, I don't think that's what happens do you think so I don't know it no, might, I think it's, it's run out they, just, they literally run out but there's like a lack of serious stock control and management of what happens so like when I used to work in the Caribbean food shop someone's auntie grandma whatever I don't know <laughs> she was in there from early I'd get there at nine she'd be from there she'd be in there from seven and she'd cook she'd cook one big thing of rice and peas one big thing of plain rice and she'd do all the meat right because in the Caribbean shop I used to work in they didn't eat, they, they didn't eat leftover Mm-hmm. and the Jamaican mum would tell you I'm not eating that it's leftover and they'd dash it away and be like get me a new one so she would cook every single day but by about 5 o'clock when I finished fam I don't know what happened I used to leave and then like the next day she started all over again and I can tell you she wasn't cooking enough food for all the customs that we had in the day mm-hmm. like and nobody ever seemed to say to her cook more like there 
There was never any expectation for her to cook more, apart from the weekends. She would cook more on Saturday, and Sundays we were closed. So I just think it's a lack of stock. I yeah, just, so that's, that's another thing. Why are you, why are you closing on, on why Sunday? Why are you closing on Sunday? Do you know what's so and funny? I, I don't care about so their church, because they're open on the Saturday. So they can open on the Sunday, too. And we go to church on Saturday. Do you know what's so funny as well? Spitfields Market, yeah? Have a Caribbean <laughs> place there, yeah? What's it called, Angela? It's called... Isn't it called Cafe Caribbean? Something like that. Something like that. Their food's fantastic. Let me tell you, Wait, one time, it? the first time, Spitfields Market, the first time I went there. But is it owned by white people? No, 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 black. Okay. Um, the first time I went there, my sister was like, oh, you have to come and find this really nice place, blah, blah, blah. She dragged me all the way to Spitfields Market. Was it not closed? Was there not a sign? Every other stall is open, yeah? We're in there. Everybody's working. There was a sign there that said, uh, we'll not be back. We're, we're away for the next week and a half. I said, in which? In which? No. In carnival's which, two days. Rosie Hart closes down for carnival. You know? Yeah, but that makes sense. Two that makes sense, two though. Days. Because at least you can go and find them in Ladbroke Grove or somewhere. That's but true. But it's, 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 it was just like, no, we've gone away now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Come again if you want that to. That happened to the company I just told you about. I found this wicked company and they sell bait. <laughs> and I went on Instagram and the guy said, Thanks for supporting us. Uh, we're no longer going to be operating from here. So, do you know yeah. what I think? And they I do. said, You well, are. Maybe it's finances. You, but no, it no, has to it be. might be. But I think for those, for them, for the people in the thing, it's just because, do you know what? I think it works. I think it's the same thing as, as like the like lack of stock. I think they work from a position of, We need to make this much. We're ready to sell this much. When we sell it, it's finished. We're gone. Not our customers want this much. We get this much. And let's now feed the demand. No. Let's actually supply as much as we want to supply. And then, if you haven't got it, I'm so sorry for you. And so, the people who the the um uh, the place in in Spitfields, I think they're just like you know what, actually, we don't even have to work for this next week and a half. We've yeah. sold enough. Let's let's just go and live our lives for a bit, or like we can afford I to take up a right. week and a bit. Yeah, a another place like the group place <laughs> won't do that. The Turkish place won't do that. The fish and chips over there come winter, summer, and the Indian man ain't doing that fall, either. When it's raining, yeah. they're not doing it. Indian man is working. If he can work, if he can get a he's permit working. to work at midnight, he will. Yeah. He's so, working but Christmas the day. other people are like, nah, nah. But nah. you know what? That's what I think it is, Angela. First of all, that Caribbean place, when I went there, they weren't very nice to me. I'm just going to let you know really? that. They were rude. I told you, the man came out and that man is also, <laughs> he's very intimidating. He's nice to me. He's nice to me. He, nice to me. he was people. rude to everybody else he, he was working with. So Exactly. So he was rude. He came out and somebody was having some problem. He said, no, I'm not doing that again for you. And I said, my <laughs> what? God. Yeah, Lucy, what? what? I just don't even. Yeah. Oh, I just, and sometimes I, mean, I hear him that swearing point, at his work. At that point, work. I would be just, okay, that's it. But it was too late. I was already committed and the food looked very good did and you give him money already of course i paid for money okay, he was talking right. to he was talking to someone else oh. there was a guy he's a tall muscly man the way laughing <laughs> i'm not laughing <laughs> he's a tall older muscly guy like you're not gonna go there and say you know what actually that's Why? it you've lost slap you in you've front lost of my he service he's really scary really gonna be to be honest he's scary if he if i had a story that he slapped me. something and never came back i believe it <laughs> I believe it. If I heard a story in one stop, I definitely believe it. He if I heard a story, all of the people, the people at work yes. for him. Oh, and, and it's literally like Has it's a story. No, I don't T- know. But no. he looks like he might have made it through. To be honest, I think he could have gone to jail. Yeah. And he made it out alive. Yeah. I've got a few friends who should have gone to jail in Bristol but didn't, and now they've got very, very successful <laughs> Jamaica <laughs> like, food companies. <laughs> but you know what? But can I just say? No, no. But wait, I want to say the second thing is as well. Do you know why that guy acts like 
there. The same reason why the shop where your brother went to buy the food, they're rude to him. They're rude to him because they can be because they know their food bang. Yes. The same reason when Lyndon was in Jamaica and he went to, where did you go, Juicy Patty? They're rude because they know actually their food is so good. It, it don't matter. Anyway. People are going to yeah, come back anyway. But what else they're to lacking s- is that they don't recognise if you were nicer, maybe I would, maybe you could up something and buy more. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the average conversion that. wouldn't be six pounds; it'd be nine pounds ninety. That's what you're missing. It's true, and also not only that. So my my work, and this is a very long story. Maybe we'll cover it in another podcast. But my work has kind of come to the conclusion that they're going to do a Caribbean Christmas party, oh, uh, which is wild. <laughs> but anyway, um, and and um, they were looking for that. Like, Angela, even though I'm not Caribbean, Angela. Where, where could we get someone to cater it? And in my mind, I said, you know what, Cafe Caribbean. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. We're not going to have him come and cuss out everybody in is the place. Is that what he said to you? No, I said it in my oh. head. This is me speaking to myself. Yeah. Angela, if you, you're the only black person in this office, if you now go and outsource a, 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 the food banks, but yeah. he might come in here and cuss everybody out. And then what? They say that the, the Christmas that Angela ruined with <laughs> her, <laughs> her chef friend. No. So I said, no, I just, I think the, pro, the professional, like just that you're just, it's just not, you need to just be professional because you don't know what kind of, what other, you might be having good business now, but you never know what you're losing losing out on because of your lack of um, professionalism. But yeah, but can I also say as well, it's not only Jamaican restaurants, even though they're notorious for their bad customer service, it's not only Jamaican restaurants, you know. I went yesterday um, to uh, Box Park and um, we, me and my friend decided to eat at um, a black-owned Chips. I want to tell you yeah. chips, yeah. That's the standard. Chips, the chips 
Uh, like they could fit in the palm of your hand. Yeah, that's that's shortage prices. Don't know why it's hundred in Wembley. Sixty. I said what? It's only after I paid that I thought this math math doesn't add up. Then I looked at the price and I said, "Raw." I said, "Anyway, it's my birthday." <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, and then they took so long to cook, and also the presentation in the kitchen. You could see indomie on top of the um, what do you call it? On top of their stoves and stuff. And I said. Do you guys sell Indomie? It was a chips and burgers What's and shake. Indomie? Oh, you guys don't know Indomie? what Indomie? Well, you know Indomie, yeah. Indomie is like, um, for those who don't know, it's like, um, what can I, it's just, it's like noodles, it's packets of noodles, but it's like the noodles that you have to, like instant noodles. Yeah, no, no, the noodles you have to put in a pot and, and put water in it. You can't, it's not the ones that you pour hot water in the pot, like pot noodles, no. It's like noodles that you get in like the square packet, like the packet and you have to break up and put it in a saucepan. In a Jamaican, in a Caribbean restaurant? It wasn't Caribbean. So my, my whole oh, thing at the beginning of this was thing. that it's not Caribbean places that have bad customer service mm. so so they had I was just thinking you can't just be having random stuff on mm-hmm. things that you don't sell like and then he, I asked him he said oh it's because some of the people here that work for us are students and they're just trying to make it through the day <laughs> and I said <laughs> I have never heard I said you know what actually is that what honest, he said yeah, so I hold said, on a minute you went to a place to buy food yeah. but if you're working there they can't give you food you've got to bring your own noodles they're making to eat Indomie. listen a place disgusting. that sells chips about five or six chips for three pounds sixty is not feeding the 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 no man the even in Nando's chips. you get you get a meal when you work in Nando's yeah these people are not doing it and then their this their burger was just not nice like they they had a wicked photographers but their burgers were just not nice it just it was long everything it took ages we spoke for like twenty minutes and we still didn't have our food it was so wild and I just thought you know what we need to do better meanwhile all the other places were serving up their food like this. So I don't know. I wonder if it's just like black owned businesses, please, guys. I know it's not all of you, but we really out here supporting. Just make it easy on us to I support think... you even more and to send our friends to support you. I would never send some of my friends to some of the restaurants, black owned restaurants that I've been to by themselves. I have to be there as an interpreter to be like, guys, don't worry. There's nothing. We, used to, used, to, right we used to order from one stop all the time from the old place you used to live in. Um, but in their head, you know, one stop is, is always late. That's that's how they, they, they view that place. I've waited an hour and Who's 40 they? minutes for their food. Deliveroo? No, one stop had their own drivers. Oh, do they? Yeah, they had it before all uh, of these was, Deliveroo yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, but it was on Just Eat. Oh, was it? But we were, we'd order it with, our fr- with like white friends. Right, so they would they would love the food, but they're like, oh, I can't bother to order from them today because I know it's going to take long. I've waited one hour and forty minutes for one stop. I, waited, I have waited forever. You could have walked easily. Was it a month ago? No, two months ago, I ordered it right, and I had to go somewhere afterwards. And I thought, okay, right, let me just give them like forty five minutes to an hour. Then I have half an hour to eat it. Then I can go. Right, so I thought I had an hour and a half. The food didn't come until an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would really upset me. Oh, yeah. And the thing is as well, you know, black people don't have any behaviour when we're hungry. No. There's hangry and then there's like black hangry. And it's yeah. not It's not the same thing. No. Like, it's not okay. Even today, Andrew's like, have you eaten? I said, oh, no, it's okay. I'm not hungry. You're like, oh, okay. Because when, <laughs> when you don't eat, you actually lose your mind. It's a redness. You know what it is? I was just thinking when you were talking, Angela, I wonder if other companies, like obviously the one you just gave an example of wasn't like black or Caribbean, whatever. First of all, 
just want to say there's many other islands out there that are masquerading and having restaurants and saying it's a Jamaican owned restaurant oh, yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. and fully, they're not Jamaican fully, fully, fully. so I just want to let everyone know that this, number no, this, one this goes for all Caribbeans and Africans too because they're not any better so, yeah. <laughs> have you been to an African restaurant? Yeah, yes, many times many Where? times continue which one? Continue which one? Continue. Which one? I've been to one. I've been to one. My road 042. Hello. <laughs> 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 I've been to one. Uh, my road. And Fabrice, first of all, we went there together. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we, we, ordered, a restaurant. we did not order we any not food. Restaurant. We didn't order any food. You did, but was it not a restaurant? Yeah, but we didn't Thank order you. any food. You said how you went to an there African was, restaurant. There was an African restaurant just down in, in West Ealing, right back yeah. in the day. And it used to close at five o'clock. Five o'clock, it's closing. Yeah. Why is it closing at five o'clock? Was it a part-time restaurant? No, they just run out of food and close. <laughs> no, but to be honest, I actually went to I went to um a lot of African restaurants in Reading. Like I went loads. I did. I didn't even know there was lots of yeah, African on, restaurants in Reading. Uh, uh, um, uh, on the road that's like tr- uh, parallel to church. Anyway, whatever. That was the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say is I was just thinking. So like my dad is actually a chef and he had a restaurant, but it wasn't ever really Caribbean. But he did cook Caribbean food in it. Um. And but that's neither here nor there. But like food preparation, all those sorts of things. I think there is something about other people. Let's just say like white people or like Indians or Chinese people having a food company or a food having a restaurant as a business. Yeah, um, and the food just being okay, and them having to think right. We have to have amazing photography, amazing customer service, and amazing this because actually our food is just okay or just nice. And then like we have the Caribbeans have amazing. Food food and we don't think about anything else we don't think about customer service <coughs> photography um like timeliness like why is it taking you an hour and 45 minutes or an hour and a half to get your food that's out of control let me tell you if it was chinese food you would have had it in 11 minutes well, angela well, relax well <laughs> but you would have had it in 11 minutes wouldn't you you listen, would have that I, food quick time that's also worrying i don't want my food in 11 minutes exactly but, so we need no, to but hold on but hold on i think there's something to do with the business acumen of the people that come over here and decide to do decide to do like a, a Caribbean food shop. I think a lot of people that have the business acumen don't do that. They work with somebody. Yeah. Whereas someone from China, like I've got two <coughs> friends, two friends from my old old work. Both of them come from people that owned um, restaurants, Chinese restaurants. Yeah. Right. So I just don't understand why we can't get it together. I think I think barber shops have got it together. Mm, Finally, uh, now. I don't know about that. Because when's the last time you went to a barbershop? How old is Christian? Maybe when he was like thirteen, three okay. years ago. The barbershop's down here, anyway. Oh, okay. In West I mean, I, I think I think there's been a lot. I think there's been a shift in like barbershops. I mean, I don't go to barbershops, so maybe I'm wrong, Lyndon. But there's a massive thing about them being on like social media, celebrity barbershops. I have a friend who's got a barber in East London, and you can pay fifty pounds to get fast tracked. Like, and I didn't even know that was a thing. Fifty pounds to get fast tracked, and then like you, then you pay for your haircut on top. <laughs> so you go like into the into like the fast track queue. Yeah. Like, you go, Is like, into a good? separate queue. He cuts everyone's hair. He cuts, like, loads of celebrities' hair. He gets flued out. Do you know what I mean? And I think that whole kind of, like, scene... The barber down here. Yeah, yeah I think that me. scene has has helped everybody to, like, level up and step their game up. We don't have that kind of scenario with Caribbean food, and I think that's why everyone's just mediocre and resting, maybe resting on their laurels because they know their food's wicked. My mum's very good friend, actually, cooks wicked food. Uh, you ate the food on the weekend. It was bomb. Yeah, yeah her food yeah, is wicked. And she's got... Did you say it was fire? Yeah, it was fire. Fire. Oh, fire. 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 I said, not fire, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't usually like rice and peas, yeah? You don't want to hear what my... my, my me? Yeah, I don't usually like rice and peas. But you liked it on Saturday. But 
the one on Saturday tasted like she has it. Yeah, like something. So my mum ordered it from her shop. So yeah. she has a shop and she sells it. Now that works very well because it's a small outfit and it's a takeaway. I don't know. I think sometimes what happens is we want to expand or we want to offer lots of things on the menu, but we don't think about actually. Am I going to be able to offer oxtail curry goat, brown stew chicken, fried chicken, and escovish fish every single day? Mm. Probably have you seen not. The amount of things that Chinese people order um, offer. Yeah, but have we you seen the long yeah. list of some, But at some point, it you either have quality. to bring exactly qualities affected, or you bring in loads of people to cook, or you don't cook everything on site. You you maybe you're sourcing your food maybe half prepared, and then you're you're finishing it up in the store, or you're cooking yeah, a lot true. of stuff at the beginning of the week, and you're just heating it up, heating up maybe for the first three days. So it's quality, I think, or you have to bring in loads of people to start cooking and stuff like that. And I feel like it's always aunties at the back that are doing the cooking. Yep. I mean, my mum's friend, she's a cook, but she's a wicked cook. But again, back to your point about like business acumen, she's a cook because I think maybe like back in Jamaica, she was also a cook, but she's also like a businesswoman. She's got other things going on. Mm-hmm. So she can't give her whole attention to this. Do you know what I mean? Like my mum has another friend who's an amazing cook, but he actually has a full time job. So he cooks on the side. And I think a lot of that stuff kind of happens as well. But can I be controversial and ask a question? Do you think that the customer service is only low in black-owned restaurants that sell Caribbean food. Do you think it differs to that in Caribbean restaurants that are not black-owned? That is a very interesting question because, yeah, just the next, the next left, the next step for on my Caribbean Christmas party (laughs) at work. So in the end, they settled on having it in a very well-known... I don't want to say their name before they drop us and we have to look for another place. But a very well-known chain of Caribbean restaurants. And I walked in there. A chain? (coughs) Yeah, it's a franchise. Franchise, sorry. (coughs) Franchise of Caribbean restaurants. And I walked in there and I had heard about them before, but I'd never really eaten at this particular place. Um, And when I walked in, I said, can I speak to the manager? And the manager was Italian. I said, pardon me? The manager was Italian. And I said, no. Actually, after we came out of that meeting, I had to call Fabrice. And I said, Fabrice, can you vouch for this place? Because I'm about to tell everybody you know. And what did I say? He said, it's been okay. I've been there. The food wasn't, like, amazing. Mm. But it was okay. Um, So, yeah. And then I had to think about the audience. And I said, you know what? It'll work for the audience. Exactly. It'll work for the audience. Maybe amazing food will just it will just take them out too far and they'll just be scared or shocked I don't know so I said <laughs> so I said I said you know what um, cool that's fine but when we walked in there and the, the, the manager was Italian I said pardon and then oh dear I just saw that the lady who was one of the waitresses, she was black, and I just, it rubbed me off, it rubbed me off, goodness gracious me, it rubbed me the wrong way, um, and then I came back again, and actually it turned out that was the assistant manager, but the actual manager manager was also Italian. Of course. And I just thought, that's so weird, you don't walk into an, into a Caribbean shop and have an Italian, it's like walking into an Italian restaurant and it being a, like a, a Jamaican man with the strongest Jamaican accent, you think, well, I don't what want, does that even mean? I, no one can tell me anything because I've had this conversation with a few people and they're like, yeah, but food is food and I said, nah, that's not no. true, number one, that's a lie, number one, but number two, I want to let everyone know 
I've been to, let's say, maybe 822 different Chinese restaurants in my life, and every single 822 of them have been owned and ran by Chinese staff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. C- so I- no one can tell me anything. The same for Indian restaurants, the same for Pakistani restaurants. Like, I think there's something about the authenticity of the food, yeah, yes. being reflected in the person who's running the restaurant. Yeah. I'm not talking about people who are doing food prep. I'm not talking about your sous chef. I'm not even talking about the cleaner or the person who's doing the dishwashing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the person who runs the establishment and the has to be something said for that yeah do you know what the kicker is as well we met the head chef for that particular restaurant oh, yeah. and i think i swear to you i think he's Ghanaian. <laughs> <laughs> this is yet to be confirmed you should ask him I'll, co- I'll confirm it with you but i swear to you i think he's Ghanaian, and he was cute too but he was Ghanaian. i think it's her you know it's not me i want you to remember no, 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 you know i'm taking the heat off you so <clears throat> i think he was Ghanaian. i'm gonna double check <laughs> After Christmas, ask me. We've had, we've had, <laughs> oh, no. we've had all this time to, to uh, own our own establishments that are like, you know, proper. But, but the service but, yeah, in there but, was wicked. Yeah, exactly. We were the the attent- attentiveness. He was like, we can do anything for you. Blah 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 blah. And he wrote down everything. He has everything to hand. He called the head chef. He, the head chef sat with us. He went through the menu. He asked her, like it was the, the the service was impeccable. But the food. The food I don't know. Is, I, I can tell you, the food is just okay. Yeah, the food is just okay, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the only restaurant I can think of that actually was black-owned, and had so black-owned and had black staff working there when I went, and it was quite nice to see actually was Levi Roots Restaurant in East London in, in Westfield, but it sadly closed down. But to be honest, I like like I said, my it's dad closed down a long time. Why? Lots of reasons. It was probably too expensive. I sent my dad there. My dad was like, "This restaurant's not going to last. It wasn't full enough. It wasn't turning tables enough, and it was very big. And the menu was too exp- like the menu was just very wide. So like, unfortunately, <clears throat> in Westfields, where it was situated, it, it was outside of Westfields. It was like with the other restaurants. It was mm-hmm. next to like the Jamie's and all the other restaurants. And it wasn't a chain. It was the only one. So to be honest, I think he had a lot of people coming. I can't say for sure, but my dad was just like, "This restaurant's very good." Because like, I think the price point is too is is wrong it's too it's too cheap and i don't think it's got i don't think they're going to be able to keep up with it mm. and unfortunately well i went there the other day and it closed down and i said huh and i googled it and it's been closed for like a year it's been closed for ages and i think it just kind of like yeah, went J- under jamie's is closed down as well well yeah jamie's is closed down but that's different because it was a chain do you know what i mean like and that mm. was a, a slightly different scenario there's another there's two other caribbean um what, what they called like inside the shopping center when it's just kind of like in the in the food court there's two other small Caribbean places. Their food is nice there. But the only place where I went that was black-owned and had good customer service and black people serving there was Levi Roots Restaurant. Um, and now that's closed down. And my, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, but my actual other favourite Caribbean restaurant to sit down and have food in isn't black-owned. And the one I found out, I was really sad. But there was a point I was going there so what often, they knew my name. It's in... Um, do you want me to say? It's Rum Kitchen. Let me tell oh, you, you. You thought that was owned by black people. Uh, yeah, I did. I the first time I went there. Like, no, Where's that? It's in. Uh, there's a few of them. There's one in Brixton. Carnaby Street. There's one in Carnaby Street. But I went there literally like five years ago. So it was much smaller. It's expanded. So before it expanded and before they had a DJ and all that sort of stuff, yeah. I would like. And it's an open kitchen, so I could see like the black chefs working. And I was served by a few black people. And I took my auntie there, who came from Austria. And oh my gosh, she was so embarrassing. She was flirting with the with the with the waiter. And I was like, hello, just please calm down. 
Um, but there was a lot of black stuff around. So I was just like, oh, okay. And then the other day I went back there and it's basically expanded and bought the restaurant next to it. Mm-hmm. Now it's got booze like Nando's. It's got a live DJ there on a Thursday and I don't know on a Friday night, I don't know. But on a Thursday night they've got live music. Have they got live black music or is it house? It's a da- no, it's a DJ. It was uh, someone who was kind of semi-famous and she was playing like R&B tunes. It was good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but like I took my dad there the other day and he was just like, this isn't black owned. But he's like, the food is really nice. And that I think is interesting. I think that's the only one where I was like, oh, this food is nice. The food, but, the food is all right. Uh, you don't think the food is nice? It's all right. Oh, Linton. It's no, I think right. the food is nice. In fact, no, nah, it's, it's not even that great last time I went there. But what that are you comparing it to? Real Caribbean food. Yeah. Interesting. I'm fussy. I'm fussy. And I, and I think the food is nice. It's but not you bad. Know what? It's not bad. I've never had yeah. I've never had their rice and peas. I've never had their rice. And I've never had... Yeah, that's exactly the, what I had. Okay, well, there you are then. I've only had like jerk chicken burger and uh, fries and then like something else. Like I think some of the sides and planting crisps. Do you know, it's there. so funny. When I go to a Caribbean shop, I'll never have something like a jerk chicken burger. Yeah, I would I never have it rice just makes me feel. It makes me feel like... No. Maybe you don't like rice. Like, I, I don't like rice. I might even not even have jerk chicken to be honest I'll I have really, like I have oxtail oxtail or curry goat or or like and rice and like festivals and stuff like that like no, I just want to get, I'm getting jerk chicken rice and peas maybe mac and cheese maybe uh, maybe dumpling maybe uh, I'm getting Caribbean food if I'm going to a restaurant mm. I'm going to get what I want if I'm going to the takeaway I'm going to get I'm going to get home food I'm going to get rice I'm going to get oxtail I'm going to get festivals and dumpling and mm. I, but I don't I rarely buy chicken out but I think it's it's interesting isn't it like I spoke about um, Rum Kitchen and I thought it was nice like they've it's, they've expanded they've got a DJ like they do really nice cocktails blah 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 and Lyndon's saying oh the food is just alright the food is okay the, I, I think the food is nice is it as nice as One Stop? No is it as nice as Jack Centre? Absolutely I not what, I don't know what I mean let me not let me not because I still need to go back home and it's not as nice as my mum's as my mum's friend's shop in Bristol absolutely not not at all. But could my mum's friend at this moment in time open a restaurant like that? I don't know. Mm. I don't think she's got the infrastructure. Somewhere there needs to be a meeting in the middle of like people with great infrastructure and processes and people who can cook really well. Mm. I think that's what's, what's lacking. I think that's true. Shout out to Sinead though. Sinead from um, my old church has started her own little thing in, Bir- in Birmingham. Shout out to you, Sinead. I don't know what you started, but, uh, but amen. Yeah, because yeah, she can really cook. Like, she oh, she started really, a food business? Yeah, food business. She can Wicked. really cook. But yeah, it's Has she got a restaurant? No, no, she, it's just delivery. Oh, to take home? Yeah, started a little thing. Like if we ever do um, Black No Filter in, in the Midlands, we stay ordering food, you know, when we do this. So we'd love to, we'll order, love from to order from you. But we're not in your catchment area at the moment. But also, if you want to come to London and do a little pop-up, oh, yeah. I'm more than happy to help you project manage that. Yeah. So we can, you know, like sort that out. Nades and Cook-ups. Food. N-E-A-D-S dot cook-ups. Mm. Nice. Yeah. And is it Caribbean food? Yeah. Is she yeah. Caribbean? Yeah. Just had to check. You just never know. <laughs> you never know. She could have been gone in. And I, do you know what I mean? To be honest, anyway, let me not say anything. Come but lastly, can I just say one thing? I just want to... Oh, sick. I just want to say, yeah. I know we've spoken about Jamaicans and Caribbeans, but I just want to no, say... I spoke about other people too. You did speak about other people. You did. I just want to say, sometimes, yeah, not sometimes, Tyler Perry said, if you're not doing something great... No, he, no that's not what he said. He said, you will know how great you have become when you have haters and when people are talking about you badly, yeah? So I just want to say, 
as much as like a lot of Jamaican restaurants and people and like, you know, entrepreneurs and restauranters don't have a lot of good customer service. Yeah. There's lots of other nations that don't have businesses. Okay. Well, They're maybe, not out here selling food. Do you know what? Yeah. Okay. What we're telling, so, what we're telling them to do is not I to do. close their businesses. Yeah. It's to close the attitude. We want you to level up. I will say this though. The best Caribbean, Caribbean um, restaurant I've been to was in Canada. In Toronto, oh, the real yeah. jerk. I believe that. I believe tell me, that. tell me the name. The real jerk. All right, um, my oh, friend. Oh yeah, you're going to Toronto, innit? Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, yeah. to Toronto soon. I'm gonna go to the real Trust jerk and take me, a picture. I, I, was, I couldn't. First of all, I couldn't believe the level of service. I'm like, why are you being nice to me? And I'm like, okay, all right. But then the the the, the size of the food is is just mad. It's just oh, mad. Lord. Oh no, it's not mad. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real jerk what? is the one. There's a Maybe, real jerk in London. Is but there? I don't know how good it is. It's in it's in it's near Streatham. Same people. No, so, I don't know who it is, but it's got the same name. You know what? Actually, I think that's a good shout for Canada. Canada, clap for yourself. Yeah. You know don't why? Know. Because know. it's so close to America. Six. You have, I think, they pick up that whole like American customer service. But Canadians are actually much nicer than Americans. And politer. Like they're much politer. Um, which I think, yeah, so much nicer. And then obviously there's a really strong like Jamaican or Caribbean, Caribbean presence in, yeah. Yeah, 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 in yeah. Toronto. So actually, I think you're right. I think yeah. I'm gonna go and try all the Jamaican food in Toronto. Definitely I will. Let me just pace myself though, because boy. But yeah, I think that's, I think Toronto probably, like it may be like the blueprint yeah. for what we can do. Do you also think that, that like, I'm, I'm trying to think even like African food, or I'm saying African food so broadly, but let's just start, let's just even just start with West African food, yeah? Because of like the prep and the, the length of cooking and stuff like that, that it's not really made to be like, like, something that you can just take away fast like that. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I don't yes, know. Yes, you can. Or like, or even, or even, I'm saying, even Caribbean food, do you think it's not, it's not like, it's not like, like say Italian food where you just boil the pasta, you've got a sauce, you mix it, you got the cheese and you sort of come, you come out with it. Like the, the timing can be so much quicker. Whereas like with like a lot of African or black food it's a lot of prep and marinating and like so i'm just trying to think so like even for nigerians they're cooking stew and cooking joff they're boiling that forever and ever amen well, so they boil it in the morning every day uh? it's boiling in the morning every day i know but for so long and how long and for and then you sell it and then you have to start again but i think it comes down to business acumen like the bottom line is <clears throat> they're able to do it they're able to do it yeah. but also if if actually you're looking at your menu and you're thinking this is going to take me too much time and mm. i'm going to have to charge so much to make to for this to sell and maybe i'm going to have leftovers actually don't don't do the whole typical list of nigerian food mm. do like a westernized version of it mm. or do a, a version that can be delivered delivered you know that can be made quickly and like will still satisfy people's like hunger or mm. appetite for like west african food do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? To be honest, I don't think I've ever been to, and I need to think about this correctly. I think I may have been to a Ugandan restaurant when I was very young. I'm saying in this country, I think I've ever been, to, and I've never been to a restaurant that sells African cuisine, whether it be West, East, South. I don't think I've ever been. We went to one the other day. Hello. 042 in Listen, we did up. not go. So this we establishment, we, it was this a restaurant. establishment that it's we went a restaurant. to, yeah, is a is a club. Yeah, not even a club. <laughs> actually, God forbid, I will never go to a club. Oh, <laughs> You're oh, such a liar. Oh. <laughs> it was a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
People look like they're enjoying it. It was a party. So it was a club. I mean, it wasn't really. It wasn't really. Okay, it wasn't. It was more like a bar. It was a, it was like a it it wasn't even like a bar it was like a, a um what do you call it it was not what do you call those places that you hold events but it's not a banqueting suite it's what is it called it's just it was just a venue that happened to have a lot of people packed into it yeah. and also and in the daytime club. it's a restaurant but in the nighttime it wasn't operating as a restaurant yeah, that's what's clubs, I don't know a right, cross right. between restaurant Angela, that's and how the, clubs run okay <laughs> <laughs> okay Please you say clubs you say clubs clubs, clubs. no no because yes. it was a restaurant it was a proper it was like Nando's switching off the lights oh. yeah that's yeah, a lot of that's clubs that's a club that's a club, that's that's a club. club. lots of clubs in Mayfair to hello be, to be very honest with you I, my club experience is not you know please I beg flat. you land land in your story <laughs> so, so we didn't go first of all we didn't go in there to buy food they happened to be selling food but in a very questionable manner um, and and we didn't really so we saw people eating fr- um, fish and eating rice yeah <laughs> sorry but we, we, the, it wasn't like people were just in there like with their like coke and fanta and, and music like there wasn't any kind of like proper sitting down and eating food. I mean, no, people, in the corners, people were sitting down. Oh, um, but um, people like, were sitting down and eating that was dinner. Not, that was not a real. That was not a real experience of a West African restaurant. You're right. It wasn't. But I've been to a West African <laughs> restaurant, and I feel like it was. It was actually East Africans selling food. If you remember correctly, <laughs> like it was my Ethiopian brothers out there, and I just it was so confusing. That day was just a very confusing day. I don't think that counts. Basically, my conclusion is that doesn't count. <laughs> I haven't been to an African restaurant at all, unless we can we can, um, consider Morocco to be an African restaurant. I have been Morocco uh, wait, in your entire life. In, wait, you, you've when ordered. I've been oh, in this country, you've ordered though. No. Wow. I cook, even I cook my own if I like something you like a jollof rice or something no never in your life no oh, if I like something I will cook it and I'll learn how to cook it so I love jollof that's rice why I, I learn how to order. cook it I love galang rice I learn how to cook it jollof I love curry goat I learn how to cook it and let me just tell you jollof something come, come at me anybody everybody but anyone, that anyone that bangs. knows me anyone that knows me for real especially at the Christmas time period yeah <laughs> Knows that I cook a wicked curry goat. Everybody wants to say that they cook a wicked curry goat like their grandma and everyone else's grandma. No, my and grandma doesn't cook curry goat, so I will never say that. All I, I say I cook. I cook it. Everybody for wants me. to say that my curry goat is the best. I'm, I'm like, mm, okay. To be very honest, let me tell you, I don't. T- I don't say it, I can cook something unless I know I can cook it and oh, cook right. it well. Alright, oh, yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm, I'm inclined to believe Angela. I'm sure her curry goat is amazing. All I'm saying is that everybody wants to say no. My curry goat is wicked. My curry goat is wicked. To be honest. I don't really like Kogo. I cook what I like. I you, like fried you chicken. What? You Not really. You what? No, I like fried chicken at Oxtail. What? Yeah, I, I love like yeah, Oxtail. I don't I really oxtail. go for curry goat. I have fried chicken, <laughs> which I make myself, and I, I don't like rice, and I have Oxtail. But anyway, whatever. The point of the matter is this, yeah? Mm-hmm. We just need black owned businesses yeah. that are selling any food Caribbean East African West African North African Southern African yes. whatever we just want you to level up a little bit and I just want to say if you need help or assistance please contact Black No Filter it's not a problem we're happy be very clear we can't help with the washing of dishes no. or of the <laughs> delivering of food <laughs> unless you want us to deliver your food by, by the foot yeah but we can help with logistics yes a strategy well we've got strategy extraordinaire project, here project managers project, exactly we can even help with your financial forecasting isn't mm. it yeah fully <laughs> easy 
So for real, like stock management, I just feel like we just need to do better. I want us all to win. Mm. Um, and I want us to go into Caribbean places that aren't authentic. Mm. And I want next Christmas, Angela, listen, I feel like I've got a dream. I feel like next Christmas, Angela, when you're looking for venues, you can go to a black owned restaurant that's got amazing customer service. Yes. In London. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's funny that you say that. If I ever walked into a Caribbean restaurant or whoever, a black, any restaurant, but especially a Jamaican restaurant, and they're like, hi, welcome. I'd be like, no, your food doesn't bang out. <laughs> You've been conditioned. I think I've decided I'm not going to eat You've here been anymore. conditioned. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, I just want to remind everybody, if you, really, if you want to have really good customer service and really good food, you can always head on down to Bristol. It's only 90 miles. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's not a problem. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Listen, uh, I've got Lindsay friends in London, yeah? Bristol's very far. No, I've got friends. I've got friends in London who would leave Northwest London. Uh, shout out to you, Kim. Yeah, and would drive to Bristol for the jerk hut, and they're like, "This food is fantastic." You're driving yes. from London to Bristol <coughs> for friend. jerk food. They're, yeah, they had the, the jerk, jerk hut, and it was yeah. wicked. Oh my gosh, it was fantastic. Levels. But it was a little bit of a questionable area. Sometimes you have to die for the food, isn't it? Let me tell you something. <laughs> That's how you know you're getting authentic food. <laughs> Sometimes if you have, you're going to listen, if I if I search a Caribbean restaurant and it's uh, in I don't know Fitzrovia I'm not going there because <laughs> the food doesn't it, bang well, and let me tell you it won't be there Fitzrovia <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it, the food doesn't bang even if it was there it doesn't bang from Where's the time you journeyed be? and set up in Fitzrovia your food doesn't bang anymore if you're if you're going into the the hood you know the food bangs and there's only one hood left in London there's not only one there's only one the hood. there's not only there's one there's two Halsden and Tottenham <laughs> North London, hello, North Listen, London stand up. Can I just say that the I, I don't want to be affiliated with anything that Lyndon and and, and Fabrice said because Are you scared I of need somebody? to live. Are you scared? No, because I will I will never <laughs> say anything about Housden. <laughs> <laughs> Even Tottenham. Tottenham's close enough. Tottenham, Tottenham is the only is hood not left. Fam, I'm not saying Tottenham that. Is not Listen. Close. From times that they made oyster card and everybody can go and some people a lot of these hoodlums are in Listen, in, in secondary school age where you can just tap 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 to get, to get from Tottenham to, <laughs> close to, enough to get from Tottenham to the west you have to go into central and out. My God! All I'm saying here. is no, I can't say nothing about East London because oh, it's too yes. gentrified Listen. and South London is also too gentrified. Listen, East London is full of mad people. Angela, do you know what East I London and Shepherd's Bush? Shepherd's Bush has always been the epicenter of madness. Yeah, mad to be people. honest with you, you Shepherd's Bush people. is a little bit of a madness, but again, they've got some good food, food Shepherd's choices. Shepherd's Bush is a fantastic area. No, I'm joking. Has what, Westfield? <coughs> that didn't yeah. mean nothing. That, you don't know the, the, the Shepherd's Bush before Westfield was a, it was a bit of a madness as well. Yeah, I heard, heard. All right, so to round up our um, food episode, guys, who do we want to nominate for slap yourself first of all who do you want oh, to slap oh man, this slap. this um episode do you know what i gotta slap i gotta slap my country man I've got what to slap i never thought i would to. see I'm the day i'm disappointed in, me too. I'm, in, me in, too. I'm disappointed in their um uh their performance in the world championship but let's let's distinguish who we're not disappointed in we're not disappointed in Shellyan come on Shellyan and one other person that won something else but Sherika Jackson no what? she messed up Sherika somebody She's won like Sharika. a no somebody won um long jump or something oh, yeah. i don't even know who they are we want to shout you out in yeah, the next we'll shout out. but the rest of you like i don't know what you're doing I'm like I didn't, I didn't see the men in the, in the four by one hundred meter relay, which means which, which means somebody must. Have, I know what again. happened. Somebody must have dropped the dropped the button again. Someone must have dropped the button. 
Because uh, they weren't in the final for the men. And the women got disqualified. Why? No. The women what? got just the women's four by the women's relay. No, the women won. No, the women's the women got disqualified. When? We're gonna double check this. No, they were they won. No, the they didn't, won. Lyndon. Shelly Ann won. No, you guys oh, no, watched Lyndon, two I'm different versions. About, I'm talking about the relay. Yeah, four by one. No, no. You're thinking of four by four. Oh, th- that's what I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about four by one. Okay, so fine. We're not talking about that. We're talking about slapping yourself. I don't know what happened. Yeah, Jamaica. I don't know, like. Usain Bolt leaves and you like don't don't know how to win anymore. Lyndon, that's a sweeping statement and I don't know if I agree with that. What I'm going to say is I'm disappointed with our performance very in Doha. We should know better. Uh, we, we've trained better for this. I know it was very hot and everything, but come on. But wait, what? Sorry? Excuse me? It's very uh, hot. It's Yeah. And? So? Um, um, okay. It's Jamaica. Uh, okay. They should be used to that. I mean, it's... Um, it's very hot in Jamaica. I'm going to leave Lyndon there. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm slapping you. I'm not happy. Second of all, I'm slapping Manchester United because you like you guys are flopping as well. Oh, it's this is a dis- great day. Dis- no, I'm, I'm no. These are these are these are people that I love. I know this I is love, why it's a great and day. I want to let them know I, that they're not doing never, their thing right now. It's, dis- it's a disappointing. It's a disappointing time for lots of different reasons. We need to do better. But you know what? Yeah, the only way is up. So um, it's all right. D- well, it could get worse. No, the, no, no. The only way is up. <laughs> Man, like. Anyway, yeah. So I'm slapping Jamaica, I'm slapping Manchester United, the people that people I love dearly. Aww. Is there anybody but else? It's, up, a, it's a fix slap up. of love, yeah. Is there anybody else? I can't think of anyone that, that this week that I want to slap, to be very honest. Let's have your slaps ready. All right, me yeah. either. Should All right, well, just, just Jamaica and Manchester United getting slapped this week. It's not a good week for me. <sighs> but who are we clapping? So, I think we, um, I don't know if we, I think we might have covered it slightly on another podcast, but I think he deserves a proper, a proper clap. Um, Jason Weaver, and I just saw this come up again, and he, um, him turning down two million, a two million pound, the two million dollar check from Lion King. His mum, his mum, his mum did it. Okay, but still... He threw through through him because she couldn't speak on behalf. She he That's had to she agree. She, didn't he have to agree? He Listen, let minor. him be clapped, isn't it? My yeah, God. Yeah, no, clap him now, clap him now. Yeah. Okay, so what we're gonna clap name? for both of you, <coughs> Mummy and Jason. Mrs. Weaver, stand up. Mrs. Weaver, um, <coughs> turned down two million dollar check from the Lion King in exchange for one hundred thousand um, check and royalties. But it says at his mother's suggestion. So I think he suggested it. She should. She. My gosh. She suggested it, and um, he had enough sense eventually to listen. And <laughs> now he's laughing. How many years later he's laughing because he's getting royalties from the Lion King. Um, so yeah, I think that deserves a clap. That's, that's a lot. That's force. Right that's what you stole the word out of my mouth. Yeah, I, think he, I, think, I think he got paid as well just because Lion King happened again. Yeah, I think he still got paid because, for that. For really? Yeah, I think so. They wow. used they used a lot of the original songs and stuff. Like obviously, he remade them. There must yeah, be something because I mean, he didn't sing it again. But yeah. I think he still gets paid. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, 
I will just uh, uh, clap for you, Jason. I just want to say that. was very smart. That's the way, guys. Everybody pay attention. Everyone who's listening. Hi there. Hello. Yeah. This is what we call building a legacy for future generations. Okay. We want our children and our grandchildren, our children and our grandchildren to be rich. And you want to be, you know, someone said to me, you have to make money while you're sleeping. When you're making money when you're sleeping, that's when you're rich. Just what's let everyone know that. That's what Jason's doing. That's what. Yes. Anyone else you want to clap? You want to go next? Um, I was going to steal yours, so you go next. Wh- which one are you going to steal? Go for it, and I'll tell you if I was going to steal it. Um, I'm going to go for Mr. Tyler Perry. <laughs> because he now... Angela, actually, you better put actually, some respect actually, on his name. Clap properly. <laughs> That's what I'm clapping. <laughs> Let me get the proper... He's such a liar. <laughs> you get your nonsense. I don't know where it comes from. Let me just, let me just get the, the proper information, right? Because Tyler Perry has opened his studios. Black-owned. Black-owned mm-hmm. studios. No uh, investors. Is, no investors. Yeah, he, he owns it completely. Just, yeah. just him. Yeah. And it is bigger than Disney, Paramount, Sony. I think that's it. It's bigger than all, all those um, studios uh, so put together. Is it like on, on a, an old army base? It's on an old army base that used to be owned by the Confederates. Oh, oh. oh look at him making our ancestors smile. For our he's good. Got, well, he's got 12 sound, sound um, stages named for... I need to get the information. Hold on, hold on a second. This might take a while. So you turn it around for your good. He turned our morning into dancing. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Um, so I thought he was the first. Uh, he was the first person to have a black-owned studio. I don't think he's the first person to have a black-owned studio. He's the first black. Who person, else had a black-owned um, studio? Tim Reed. Tim Reed from Sister Sister mm-hmm. had but, a studio. Yeah, mm-hmm, he did. I don't know if first. Uh, trust me, I fact checked it. Trust me, I, I fact checked what, what, it. What studio was this? Um, I don't know, but I, I fact-checked it, and a lot of people are saying, I don't know why people with the Tyler Perry's, people are saying Tyler Perry was the first person to have it. Tyler Perry is the first black person to have, um, to own the studio outright himself with no investment. Okay. And that's why I said it's about the investment. I think Tim Reed had lots of investment from different people. Oh, so he had a little piece. Yeah, that's why. This is, this is, this is Tyler Perry's own Lyndon, thing. Lyndon, I don't know if we can say he had a little piece. We don't know. No, I'm pretty sure he had Lyndon, a little piece. Okay, well. Tim Reed is not that big. Once again, guys, you know. How do you... you how long Tim Reed's money is? Do you, you don't know. Okay, l- name me something that he was he's acted in outside of Sister Sister. You don't Linton. know what Go. kind of business he has on the side. <laughs> Go, Linton, you're out of control. All right, oh. yeah. So the, yeah, so they had twelve sound stages, all named for um, iconic African American legends in the industry: Cicely Tyson, Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, Oprah Winfrey, Whoopi Goldberg, Will Smith. Um, Halle Berry, Denzel Washington, Spike Lee, Ruby D, Ossie Davis, and Diane Carroll. It's Auntie Oprah, Angela, your favourite. Love it. Yeah, she's got her own soundstage. The He's Oprah sick. Winfrey soundstage. And he, de- he deserves all the accolades. You've got a shout you say Will Smith and Jada Pinkett? No, Will Smith and Halle Berry. Oh, Halle Berry. Yeah. Did he only pick actress, actresses and actors? Yeah. Yes. Did you miss okay. that bit? Yeah, well, I'm. Just, what? Don't at me. 
miss. Maybe, I, was got, just, I was got, just trying to figure out, okay, how did, Halle Berry, how, how did Halle Berry make it and some other iconic people Halle not Berry make is it? The first, was she the first black woman to get a I know, Oscar? I know. So, no, what I'm trying to say is that how did she... Well, I thought it was just iconic black people. No, it's and black actors. Actors and yeah. actresses, yeah. So, yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah shout out to him, man. You got, you got a shout out from me because, you know, the, the Hollywood tend to just ignore him mm. but he's still be doing his thing all this time mm. and he's out here making money moving in the background and I bet you Tyler Perry's making money while he sleeps oh absolutely oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tyler Perry yeah I was going to steal that one is anyone else I want to clap for yeah we want to clap for uh, can we have a drum roll please thank you very much Dina Asher Smith who represented Great Britain mm-hmm. yeah at uh, the uh, IAAF uh, Athletic Championships um, in Doha, and she won two gold medals for England. Two gold medals. Dina won two uh, gold medals for Great Britain, and I think she's sick. Um, and I think. Wait, what? She won what? Two gold medals, didn't she? Did she win two gold? Mm, no, it's like me making my doubt myself. She won one gold and two silvers. Okay, Linda's going to tell the rest of the story because I. I'm, she won. I'm, I'm she got silver in the win 100 meters, so behind Shillian Fraser Price. Yes, she did. And then she won the gold for the 200 meters. Yes, she yeah, did. And then she got a silver for the um, 4 by 100. But you know what Lyndon doesn't know about her? Lyndon doesn't know that her name is actually actually Geraldina. And he's going to say, I knew that actually Sorry, already. Who? What? Her name is Geraldina. Did you know that? Dina? No, I didn't know that. I remember she's sick I think she's fantastic I actually think she's very nice and ages ago at the last Olympics in Brazil I think I started following her um, and she just seemed like a very nice person yeah she's 23 really. yeah she's like she's a year, very young she's a year ahead of my, Angela, my little cousin she's very cousin. young yeah, she no. went to school with my little cousin she's like just one really? year ahead one year ahead oh madness yeah. Um, I think it's fantastic. I don't know if she's Caribbean, but I think she's oh, a she's I, Absolutely. She she is. Her name is Dina Asher Smith. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, but sometimes, no, right, yeah, no. Sometimes, sometimes right, I just don't know. All right, yeah? she's definitely There's a Caribbean. lot of West Africans. She's with. actually Jamaican. I thought so. Boom. I thought she was. Boom. I'm really proud of her. I think she's fantastic. And actually, I think her... And yeah, sorry. Ovi. Her parents, Julie and Winston, are both from Not Jamaica. Not Winston. Winston, Winston, Winston is the giveaway. Yeah. Winston is the giveaway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Winston is the giveaway. Julie could be from anywhere. Yeah. I just want to say, though, that her and Ovi... I think oh, actually. Why is he another clap? Why not? Not again. What? What? Sorry. Oh, Hello. Lord. Okay. We can't support our own. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Jeez, I think please. that the. I think she's so nice, and she comes across really well on television in her interviews. And I think that it's changing the. It's changing the stereotype of what people think. Um, black role models are and black athletes, and I think. I think that's amazing. I think it's fantastic. I walked into work this weekend. They were talking about her, and they didn't talk about hardly anybody who's black. Like hardly anybody. They don't talk about Avi anymore. They don't talk about loads of people. Well, she, <coughs> she got a degree in history from King's College. I just think she's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Beauty and brains, and um, like amazing uh, athletic ability. She's sick. Yeah, man. She's done. So, guys, those are our clap for yourselves and stuff for yourselves. Please send in any recommendations that you may have, guys, to the Black No Filter Instagram um, page. We want to hear from you, who you want us to clap for and who you want us to slap. That's it. Good night, everyone. Good night.